You're about to watch a great interview on TYT interviews. If you wanna watch them live, members are the only ones who get to do that. TYTnetwork.com slash join, become a member, enjoy the interviews as they happen. Hi everybody, I'm here with Cori Bush. Who is she? She's running for the first congressional district in Missouri. She's running against an establishment Democrat. She's a real progressive. And guess what? I hear? I'm going to tell you a little bit more about her before we start talking. She was the 2015 Women of Courage Award recipient from the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation. She's also the co-director of the Ferguson Truth Telling Project. Uh, so those are some great things. She's here with us right now. Hi, Corey. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. Now, you're endorsed by the Justice Democrats, and you're also endorsed by the brand-new Congress, which are the two big progressive organizations trying to get progressives in the uh, politics, right? So how did you get it hooked up with those two organizations? Um, so I ran for the United States Senate in Missouri last year, last cycle. And um, because it was just so different, um, almost unheard of, um, they came after me, they heard about me, and um, so we met at my campaign office, and we've just been together ever since. So that was uh, almost a year ago. Um, okay, fantastic. And so you want to replace school-to-prison pipeline with a school-to-prosperity pipeline, which everybody, that's a, you know, I don't hear enough politicians talk about lowering our prison population, A. So tell me, how do you do that? How do you end the prison uh, pipeline? Um, so I think it starts with um, our small children. You know, we can't start from um, from uh, teenagers. We have to look at what's going on with our with our youth. Our babies go to school every day. Um, some of them go hungry. They don't. They know they don't have a way to eat the next day or the day after that. Um, so who can sit in the classroom for eight hours or six hours and you're hungry and you're expected to to do well? Um, so making sure that our our children have. Uh, our hungry children are able to eat and have healthy foods, um, uh, not food deserts in our communities, which we see a lot in urban areas. Um, also, um, making sure that our families, that the parents have job training programs, because when they have job training programs and, and they're able to prov um, adequate, adequately provide for their families, then the youth are able to do better. Um, so it's just like things like that, like to start. We're talking about things, you know, dealing with the, our kids at an early age. You're running against a corporate Democrat, and why do you think the Democrats are so slow to come around to progressive positions like yours? Well, I think partly because um, it is a lot of change, and people are used to what they're used to. Um, we're talking about changing a lot. We're not just saying, you know, um, let's change things, you know, a little bit at a time. We're, we're not saying, because the thing is, we're dealing with someone right now in office who it. This is the way I see it. It's like going to a place to get, you know, your eyebrows waxed or something. Instead of him, instead of them just doing the eyebrows, they're waxing off arms. They're waxing. You're like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's too much. You know, that's what is happening right now. And so we need to have um, people that are ready to step up to um, uh, to say, hold on, this is what we really need. This is what the community wants. Everybody in our community should have a voice. And so I think that that's ruffling some feathers because. Um, we're we're taking it all right now, you know. But but it's time. Uh, I it is definitely time. Now you want to you want to have more funding for education, less funding for jails. But what, what do you say to people when they say, "Oh, you want to spend more on education? How are you going to pay for that?" What do you say to people when they say that? Um, I, I think that the first thing is um, when we've taken money from education. First of all, if we can at least just put the money back that we took. 
You know, we have removed um, millions of dollars out of education just over the last few years. You know, um, as a matter of fact, not even uh, millions. We've moved a few billion dollars. Um, and so if we can. So first of all, let's start with that. We move that money out. Give us that money back. Stop putting that money into prisons. So if you would take out the money that you've been um, that was supposed to be for our education, supposed to be for our babies, you know, supposed to be our future and take it away from um, what's hurting us, do some um, add more into recidivism programs, add more into father support or mother support for those when they come out of jail, put some more um, efforts into having those job programs ready. And then um, utilize that money that we're now not spending and put that back into our education system um, that will reduce our pipeline. So, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't hear politicians anymore talk about jobs programs. I mean, they really they don't even talk about it. They talk about training people for jobs that don't exist. So uh, it's like, why don't they? So, uh, yeah, we we incarcerate so many more people in the United. We call ourselves the freest country in the world, except we imprison more people than any other yes. country in the world. So. What now? You you have some ideas for criminal justice reform, right? And so you want to you want to you you say invest some of that money in uh, job training. You invest some of that money with for single moms. Um, what are some of your other ideas to for criminal justice reform? Um, we need access to quality mental health services. Oh, you're right. Yes, yes, I see it all the time. I, I'm a mental health nurse, actually. Um, and I work for a community-based um, mental health agency in St. Louis City. Oh. And so every day, uh, we service the homeless. We service the underserved. We service uh, people that just um, were just released from prison. And after 30 days, some of them have nothing. And so we expect them to go back into the community. We expect them to do well. We expect, expect them, um, after 10 years of being locked away, we expect them to be able to function and be productive in society but we don't they don't have Medicaid. They don't have Medicare. They have no um, way to get the medications they need. And we're talking about people that need sometimes up to two thousand dollars a month in just medication alone. So where do they get that money from? Right. So that's a great point. People don't talk about the mental health issue. You know, we have a home. We didn't have homeless people in America like we do all the time. That happened in the 80s. People don't even realize this. It was when Ronald Reagan defunded the, you know, the cities, and so they cut mental health care services, and then we had an explosion of the homeless population. And when you see homeless people, those are people with mental illnesses more times than not, and they need help. And uh, so what, what, what we'll gladly give them a prison cell, but we won't give them a mental health facility that could actually help them. Now, you're a, you're a mental health nurse. That's fantastic. And so you have ideas to help. I mean, that would save us so much money first yes. giving, giving someone mental health care as opposed to locking them up in prison. Correct? Yes. Yes. And they reach out for the help. But this is the thing. They need advocates. They need people that will walk through their daily life with them to see because um, a lot of times they're transient. They're going from one place to another. They, they, um, if they end up homeless, then now they don't have ID. Well, how do you go into a homeless shelter without ID? They don't have, they can't, even if we give them medication, they can't keep up with it because it's a lot of theft. It's a lot of, they just deal with so many things on a daily basis. Um, and so having support services readily available for everyone, not just some that meet certain requirements, but for every single person that's um, battling with chronic and persistent uh, mental illness would change so many lives. Uh, that's such a great idea. Um, can you, 
what would be like so if some, someone says to you, why should I vote for you instead of the other Democrat in the race? Well, what would you say to them in a, in a succinct way? Okay. First, I'm looking for, um, I'm fighting for a safer and healthier St. Louis. Um, I'm a fighter. And I'm going to fight for St. Louis. I'm going to fight for our community because it's what I do now. I do it for free. That's the thing. I get off work and I do this work for free. I'm going to do, I've um, started it before I ever decided to run for office and I will continue to. I stood up against tanks in Ferguson, tanks and tear gas and uh, rubber bullets, real bullets. I stood up against it all, you know, um, and continuously, even after I was assaulted by six police officers. Um, I still came back the next day. Well, not the next day, a few days later. Um, but I still came back and I was out there. So in the same way that I fought and I, I fight for all communities, Muslim, LGBT, undocumented immigrants, I do that now in the same way. I'm, I'm hashtag won't back down. So just like that, that's how I'll be in Congress. And so... You're, and so how does that separate you? How does that distinguish you from the other de corporate Democrat running in the race? Um, because I think that when you fight for the community, when you walk with the community, when your boots to the ground and you hear, you see, you sit with them, you sup with them, you know what they're really going through and you've been there yourself. Now, that's another thing. We know. I mean, I, I get it. You're a progressive. You're actually for the down and out. You're actually for the people who've been left behind in this economy. You actually uh, you're going to I'm going to get you're for mental health for people. Right. No one even talks about that. So would you say you're for single payer health care? Oh, yes. We need that. Give us that. <laughs> um, definitely. So would you um, say would you say you're for a 15 dollar minimum wage? One hundred percent. Would you say yes. you're for would you say you're for free college tuition? Yes, yes, and I'm happy for those that have already started. <laughs> Would you, are, are you for re-regulating Wall Street and breaking up the big banks? Yes. Okay, so I don't see any problems with you. I think you're great. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I mean, that's what the people want, Corey. I'm yeah. not saying that because of... I mean, of course, that's what I want, but that's what the people... You know, we just talked about the new Harris-Harvard poll... Uh, that showed that Bernie Sanders is by far the most popular politician in the country. The next politician that comes close to him is Elizabeth Warren, and she's 20 points below him. And both those politicians are progressives who espouse the exact same things that you're espousing right now. So it sounds like you're in touch with the people, and the uh, the corporate Democrats, and the, obviously the Republicans, are not in touch with the people. Well, listen, I w I'm going to tell everybody all about you, you for all the things that progressives should be for. And you got a good taste of the mainstream media not telling the truth about what's happening and that's why you're in the Ferguson truth pro telling project because that's why people uh, come to this show because people were following Bernie Sanders and then they watched how the mainstream news media covered him and they knew they weren't covering him correctly they were lying and so that's why they came to the Young Turks that's why they come to this show and uh, you've experienced that by watching how the mainstream news media covered Ferguson and yes. uh, you know we're on the same page so I'm gonna tell everybody Corey what is your website it's votecorybush.com and it's B U S H. B U S H. Vote Cory Bush, C O R I B U S H. Votecorybush.com. Yes, the good Bush. Yeah. The good Bush. Okay. Corey, we're going to talk more. I love that you're a mental health nurse. I love that you understand the real problems. I love that you want to end the BS drug war, right? You want to end the BS drug war, right? Yes. Okay. All right, everybody, go to votecorybush.com, and we're going to revisit her next time when we don't have so many technical problems. I apologize for that. We'll see you next time, Corey. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for having me.
If you like the interview that you just watched, I got great news for you. If you become a Young Turks member, you can watch them live as they happen. Only the members get that. You also get Young Turks live. You also get Aggressive Progressive live and Old School live. Everything is available for the members and commercial free. tytnetwork.com slash join.